catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. All of it, YouTube, Netflix, iPad, all of it. We took it off the table and Honestly, I was terrified. I assumed it would be impossible and they would be just going through withdrawals. But what happened, we couldn't believe it. Welcome to Commando On Demand Insider, your fast-paced weekly update straight from Kim's desk to your ears. I'm Mike James, and in just a bit, Kim talks with an Internet entrepreneur on how he's making money with Google Ads and just how much you can make. You're going to be surprised. Also, Kim covers how using Uber to get around might be more dangerous than you think. Our second guest today is kind of an accidental internet sensation. She banned her kids from using the internet for 30 days. Well, first off, how do you do that? Uh, plus, she got some pretty amazing results. Talk to her. Another hot topic this week is how smartphones are affecting kids' grades. And we'll hear from good old Texas and a guy that took over his daughter's Instagram account. <laughs> Chaos ensued. It's a funny story. We're going to let him tell it. And today's trivia is technology is evolving at, of course, a faster rate than ever before. A lot of technology that's been around for a long time is considered commonplace. Uh, some of those early innovations we now take for granted have interesting beginnings, including, listen closely, camera phones, the computer mouse, wireless headphones, LED technology, and CT scans. Now, what do those five technologies have in common? Are they A, all invented in Japan, B, each released in 1972, or C, developed by NASA, or D, uses a Qualcomm chip? What do they have in common? And again, it's camera phones, computer mouse, wireless headphones, LED technology, and CT scans. Developed in Japan, each released in 72, developed by NASA, or used a Qualcomm chip. We have the answer later for you in this podcast, and this is a no-Google search zone. Uh, yeah, please don't use Google, Surrey, or Katana. It's a brain buster, and we want you to figure it out. We know we can. Also, a quick reminder here, this is not the Kim Commando Show. Every week, Kim gives you the very latest tech news, tips, DIYs. We take your questions. It's a lot of fun. You can actually come behind the scenes. That's on the Kim Commando Show. And we do have a podcast for that. There's one place to get it, and that's at getkim.com. Again, that's getkim.com for the Kim Commando Show podcast. All right, we're going to get started with an internet entrepreneur and how he's making money with Google Ads and just how much you can make. It's going to surprise you in moments on Commando On Demand Insider. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. 
There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. This is Commando On Demand Insider, where we talk to some of the most influential people in technology, the innovators that shape the future and the trailblazers who challenge and inspire us to do amazing things. His first guest is an internet entrepreneur on how he's making a whole bunch of money with Google and how you might be able to do the same thing. Here's Kim. Joining us today is a person who has taught me the inner workings of something called header bidding advertising. It's a secret Google doesn't want you to know. And I'd like to give a big Kim Commando show welcome to Heath Schaefer, founder of Niche Rev. And welcome to the show today, Heath. And I think we should start by explaining what exactly is header bidding to our viewers? Well, header bidding is a way to make the ad buying process more transparent and more consistent um, and allow advertisers to buy where they want to buy at the right price and allow publishers to get the true value for their inventory um, and not just allow Google to control the whole process. A lot of people don't realize that there are more advertising networks from Google. How many are there out there, really? Oh, there are hundreds. I mean, between major exchanges and niche ad networks, when you utilize header bidding, you allow all of them or the best ones for your audience to have access to your inventory in a transparent way and compete directly with Google. And so on your website, instead of just saying we want Google ads, we're going to let everybody out in the world go ahead and compete for that space. Does it take longer for those ads to actually show up on your website? A a very slight delay, but, you know, through the right technology, we really control that. What's amazing is this entire auction process happens in under one second. So we can say to the marketplace, hey, Kim's on this website. How much will you pay to show her an ad? And instantly we get prices from all over the world and all over these exchanges. And we can get that, that best price for the market to the advertiser and to the publisher. See, that's really amazing to me that all this happens in just a split second. How much more money can you make if you get into this header bidding than just if you uh, are just using Google ads? Oh, you know, it's actually really incredible. Depending upon how sophisticated someone's Google implementation is, it could be anywhere from an immediate 30% lift to a 400% lift. What are some downsides of it? Well, I mean, as you mentioned, there is that that issue of latency that if you try to do too much with this auction process, you can impact the user experience on your website by making it take too long or interfering with content load. Um, you also, if you're not careful with which networks you let into your market, you can open yourself up to malicious ads getting through to your users. So there are a lot of things that uh, a publisher has to manage on a technical side to do this responsibly and successfully. Now, I find your story about Cake Central really fascinating. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, Cake Central is where we first learned how to do all this ad monetization. Um, Cake Central was founded in 2004 and was just a huge community site for cake decorators, and it still is. It's an amazing platform for us to experiment for our clients to test all the best practices for advertising and delivery and make sure that we really know that something's going to work before any of our clients ever have it on their site. And so when we start talking about online advertising, so many people are totally freaked out about all the tracking that happens. And obviously, in order to serve targeted ads, we need to have a whole bunch of tracking. If somebody 
uh, gets rid of their cookies or they're using an ad blocker. How does that affect this header bidding process? Well, the ad blocker, of course, blocks it completely, um, as it should with any uh, regular programmatic ad. The cookies, when you clear them, it's going to affect the publisher in that they're going to get paid less money to show you an ad because now the exchange doesn't know who they're bidding on. And that's really uh, a major issue right now because we're seeing all these laws passing that are affecting the ability to provide this identifiable information to the ad exchanges. It's actually a major thing we're dealing with in the industry at the moment is how do we keep publisher revenue up while also being compliant with all these new data privacy laws that are coming into play? And, and how exactly do you do that, Heath? Well, there's so there's consent management platforms that we have to integrate that allow you as a user to consent to have your information provided because you want targeted ads. A lot of people really do prefer to see an advertisement that is highly relevant to them. And so they're willing to have their information shared. Uh, when people don't want to show or share their information, then we need to fall back to what's called contextual advertising. And that's when an advertisement is based on the content of the website, not the user who's viewing it. And so when we start looking towards the future, what are some trends that you see happening with online advertising? Well, you know, I mean, it's still with mobile push. The huge thing is going into video and native. Um, this is something that most publishers don't have direct access to or, or understanding around. But uh, video monetization is, you know, sometimes three or four times as profitable as text based content. And with mobile, we're looking at new ad formats that seamlessly fit into a phone type of experience and don't, you know, interfere with the user's ability to consume the content and actually make the ads highly engaging. We're seeing a lot of new ad formats that, you know, are not common yet, but that really do look fantastic in that type of publishing environment. And so are there any ads coming down the pike that are going to be like more annoying than anything else we've seen before? Oh, I'm sure there are. I mean, that's the thing is we experiment with uh, user interface experience. Sometimes, you know, the, the creative agency thinks that an ad experience is wonderful and then it turns out the users don't like it and they complain about it. And so it's always kind of this experiment to figure out what will get the brands and the advertisers return on investment for their advertising dollars and get your attention without ruining your experience as you consume the content at the website. Like we've talked about, you know, off the air is that, you know, people don't like the ads, but they don't like to pay for the content either. So there's something going on here. And thanks for taking the time to share some of your insider tricks with us here on the Kim Commando Show today, Heath. Pretty amazing stuff. You're listening to the Commando On Demand Insider. And by the way, if you have a question for Kim, you could actually call in to the show and ask. It's pretty easy to do. Go to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there is a button called Be a Caller. We'll ask for a few details on your question and your number, and we'll have a producer get back in touch with you to get it all set up. Again, that's commando.com with a K, K-O-M-A-N-D-O. Upper right corner, click on Be a Caller. Molly DeFrank is from Fresno, California, and... She banned her kids from using technology for 30 days and received some amazing results. She's going to be here in just moments on the Commando On Demand Insider. When you get into an Uber car, everyone's taking a big chance. You don't know the driver. The driver doesn't know you. And until now, no one knew the true extent of the dangers except for Uber. Last Friday, Uber released an 84-page report, finally disclosing the data on crashes, deaths, and rapes reported during its rides. 
Everyone knew the data wouldn't be pretty, but no one expected it to be this bad. In 2017 and 18, there were 6,000 sexual assaults. Get this, passengers committed nearly half of these assaults. There were 461 rapes, 58 killed in accidents, and 9 actually murdered while in the car. Uber must continue to report its safety records at regular intervals. But remember, for your own safety, your first question to any Uber driver should be, what's my name? Can't get enough of Kim's tips, tricks, and tech news? Watch season three of the Kim Commando Show on Bloomberg TV, Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, or catch the latest episode at commando.com slash TV. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Here on Commando On Demand Insider, we want to keep you on the cutting edge of technology and what's going on in the world. Our next guest is from Fresno, California. She banned her kids from using technology for 30 days. Well, I'm sure that was pretty tough, but she received some amazing results. Here's Kim. We have Molly, who's joining us from Fresno, California. Hi there, Molly. Hey, Kim. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So, I read a story that you did something that many parents would love to do, but we just don't have the nerve to do it, Molly. Tell us about it. Yes. Um, About nine months ago, we noticed some behaviors in our kids that we didn't love and they were a little grumpy. And so we didn't know if it was screens or sugar or what. Um, But one day my son greeted me at the door with, can I play on your phone? (laughs) And that. (laughs) that was it for me. So we pulled the plug. We said, we're taking a screen break. And so for what we planned to be two weeks, we took a break and we told the kids no screens until further notice. That's it. Okay. So how old are the kids? Okay. So we have five kids right now. I'm a mom and foster mom. We have two four-year-olds, a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a 10-year-old. Oh my gosh. And you took all the screens away, video games too? Yeah, all of it. YouTube, Netflix, iPad, all of it. We took it off the table. And honestly, I was terrified. I assumed it would be impossible and they would be just going through withdrawals. But what happened, we couldn't believe it. The next morning, they didn't even ask and they found other things to do. Oh my God. Did they go actually go outside and play? Yeah. Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) That was so, so really, so like, after, I mean, you know, so you took it all away. Did nobody said anything? Like, can I have it back even for five minutes? Okay, that was the mind-blowing thing. They didn't really even ask. They started exploring new fun things to do, like couch sports and the things, the way my childhood looked in the 80s, to be honest with you. It was amazing. Um, so we planned to do this for two weeks, and then it was so good 
that we did it for 30 days and it was a detox. That was our plan. So it was fantastic. So what we did was we used this time to observe what their interests and talents were and how quickly they would improve in reading levels. And we started to kind of feed those interests. And then we made a long-term plan at the end of that. Like, how do we want technology to work in our home? Well, you know, and that's really smart. So before you, you did the digital detox, what were what were the limitations on their screen time before? And then afterwards, I'm sure you, I mean, as you gave it back to them, I mean, you just didn't say, okay, here we go. Just here's 24 seven. You can do what you want. How did that work out? Yeah. um, Good question. So that was the interesting thing to me is that they only had an hour a day before the detox. So we were within the limits of of what everyone recommends. Um, And then since then, we've gone to an hour once a week. They get to use an iPad or Netflix. And sometimes they don't even use that. So really. Yeah, it's been crazy. And so what was the biggest surprise that you saw in the kids afterwards? I mean, aside from them just like going out and finding new interests and then, I mean, you guys going on hikes or walks or was there something really like, like, like monumentary, like, okay, this is a fundamental shift. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think it was how pervasive, um, but how much it impacted their behavior and their attitude and their minds all the time, even with just an hour a day, I I didn't expect the results. Honestly, it was like we had flipped a switch um, all around. And so now as, okay, so, you know, I'm sure people are listening go, well, you know, they're four years old, they're eight years old, they're 10 years old. They're not my 14 year old, my 16 year old. How do you think that's going to work out? Absolutely. So to be honest with you, I have no experience parenting um, older kids. Well, we did have actually a foster placement of a teenager at the, during this time. And she's 14. And she mentioned to us after a couple of days, she said, do you guys not do TV or what's going on here? Um, but she actually liked it. And so, um, you know, we would use screens and technology for things that helped build connection, like a family movie night or We even did a, um, after the detox, we did like a Mario Kart tournament for 20 minutes once, all of us. But we just wanted to put technology in its right place in our home. And that's what we were able to do after we kind of stepped back and went back to the drawing board and saw how is this, we want this technology to work for us rather than the kids being enslaved to it. But I think, you know what, see, Molly, you're different, okay? Because a lot of parents are using the the technology, the iPads, as like babysitters, right? Even for more than just an hour a day. I mean, we're talking like three or four hours a day. I mean, and so from the beginning, you approach this differently. And it's really quite refreshing. I mean, to, to hear somebody who's got five kids. Now, do you work? I stay home. Okay, which, which is fabulous. And that's where you should be, a stay-at-home mom. I think that's, you know... If you could do it, that's that's the best way to, to start nurturing and, and having, you know, kids that will turn into self-sustaining adults, you know. Um, but this whole digital revolution, it's it's hard for, for parents to say, you know what, I want you to put it down. Yeah, so it's kind, of, you know, it's kind of crazy. Parents are looking at different ways of having, trying to deal with this. But thanks, Molly, for sharing, you know, a really inspirational story about just doing the whole detox thing. And uh, if any of our listeners, if you're going to try that with your kids, then I'd like to hear the results from you, too. And just a reminder, you can always drop me a note through the webpage. Molly, a pleasure having you with us. You're listening to Commando On Demand Insider. And have you thought of an answer for our trivia question yet? 
Technology has a lot of interesting beginnings. Camera phones, computer mouse, wireless headphones, LED technology, and CT scans all have something in common. What is it? We're going to find out in the next segment. And our next guest is from good old Texas. He took over his daughter's Instagram account as punishment and became, well, and chaos ensued. It's a funny story. Stay right there. We'll be right back on Commando On Demand Insider. With finals facing almost all high school and college students in the next few days, here's how to get better grades, starting with get off your phone. Research data on the harmful effects of smartphone use just keeps pouring in. The latest, students who use their smartphones during class, even so much as glancing at the phone during lectures, get lower exam scores than students who keep the phone out of sight during class. Plus, glancing at the phone, even for a second or two, four or five times an hour, increases the chances of failing the class altogether. And it's a good sign that the student has developed an addiction to the phone. The best advice to all students, especially this time of year, is to simply turn the smartphone off during every class. And there's also another side benefit that maybe you didn't think of. That teacher or professor might be a bit more friendly to you, too. Want tech DIY videos from people you trust? Go on over to the Kim Commando YouTube channel and you'll see why Kim's America's top digital expert. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a video. Just go to youtube.com slash Kim Commando Show. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. It's Commando On Demand Insider. Our next story is kind of a funny one. Larry Sumter is from Aubrey, Texas and took over his daughter's Instagram account as punishment. Oh, we'll let him uh, tell the story. Here's Kim. All right, what would you do if your teenage daughter tried to sneak boys into an overnight slumber party? Well, for these parents, they weren't sure which would hurt the most, taking away their daughter's phone or her access to social media. So they let their daughter choose. She could either surrender her phone for an entire month or give her parents full control of her social media accounts for two weeks. So... Like most teens, she decided to go for the shorter punishment, but the outcome wasn't quite what she expected. And joining me here on the Kim Commando Show to tell us exactly what happened is the mastermind of clever consequences, the dad extraordinaire, Larry Sumter. Larry, welcome to the show. So I read that after the first day, your daughter was pretty much begging you to take her phone away. Oh, yeah, she was. Um, So after the first day, of the consequence she chose, she came to the car and was just really just wanting to take the month instead of the two weeks, even after the first post. (laughs) Okay. So tell us about your posts. What was that first post? Um, The first one we did was a TikTok video that we ended up putting on Facebook to uh, the milkshake song. 
One of my favorite is of you in the crop top. Oh, yeah. You look pretty hot in it. So the whole idea was to that these were posts that would totally embarrass your daughter, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and did was that result granted? I mean, is that what happened? Yeah, it, it actually happened pretty quick, even after the first one. But once we really got into it and like that crop top video, she was she was really embarrassed. But what's funny is all of her friends absolutely loved it and didn't want her to get her phone back. <laughs> that is funny. And so what happened with her followers? Did she lose followers or did she gain followers? She gained so many followers. I mean, I think her Instagram went from like 800. She's up to like 15,000 followers now. <laughs> are you, are so, you are you still on the account? No, I'm not on it. Um, I have to keep making her post stuff, though, because she's like, I don't want to post anything. <laughs> so, I try to get her to do a once a week with me. Her and I post them together, though. Well, because it sounds like, you know, you stumbled upon something for you now. Right. I never thought I was a social media star or anything, but kind of just happened. <laughs> and so when she got her phone back after the two weeks and she got her social media accounts back, rather, um, did she take down the posts or did she leave them all up there? Uh, no, she left them all up. Um She's left them up, and there's still people commenting from all over the world on her Instagram posts. What was the first thing she did when she got her phone back and her accounts back after those two weeks? Um, the first thing she did was she posted a picture, like a baby picture on her Instagram that said, I'm back and I'm sweeter than ever. Hashtag make choices. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. And so what was your favorite post that she put on her account? Oh, man, there were so many of them. My favorite, probably my favorite post on Instagram was the the picture we posted where I, my wife actually dressed me up like a Visco girl with the teal shirt, the scrunchies on my arms and with the T-shirt that said Save the Turtles. That's probably my favorite Instagram post. I especially like the accent of the wig. That was really a touch right, right there. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that wig. <laughs> And so is that the post that garnered the most results? Actually, the the first video got the most views as far as the videos go. It got, it's a, I think, almost 2 million views now. Um, however, on her Instagram, that picture and then the one of me, I'm wearing a pink tank top with a flamingo. That got a lot of attention. Too. <laughs> Has she learned her lesson? Is she on the straight and narrow right now? Has she gotten into trouble again? No, she's definitely on the straight and narrow because... Every day she'll she'll do something just really little that doesn't warrant any punishment. But I'm like, I'm going to take your phone. So she knows that we're just looking for stuff now. <laughs> do you have any closing words for parents who may be faced in the same situation? Because I think it's uh, actually I think it was actually very clever of you to to let your daughter choose. Yeah, you know, we always we always tell our kids life is choices. So, you know, we that's why we kind of let her choose, because whatever she chooses, she's going to have to live with it, which is life. So, you know, that, that'd be my only thing is just, just let her, you know, life is choices. And these days you have to be creative in your punishment because social media is so big and they have access to so many things. You got it. Hey, Larry, thanks so much for joining us today and sharing that hilarious outcome of your social media takeover account on your daughter. The Commando On Demand Insider Trivia question this week is, technology is evolving faster and faster than ever before, but there is some technology that has some things in common. 
We're talking about camera phones, the computer mouse, wireless headphones, LED technology, and CT scans. The answers could be all were invented in Japan, each was released in 1972, all were developed by NASA, or they all use a Qualcomm chip. If you guessed C, all were developed by NASA. Good job. You moved to the front of the line. It's true. Inventions that would later develop into commonplace technology were first developed for use in space by NASA. If not for the space agency, you would also be missing out on things like scratch-resistant lenses and baby formula, believe it or not. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you have friends that you think might love this show, please share. It helps more people find us. And here now it's Kim with some final thoughts. Everyone seems to carry a little anger that Google, Facebook, and other big tech companies track what we do. But most never consider that their employer is watching everything, too. Nearly 80% of all employers routinely monitor their employees, keeping track of sent and received email, employees' office calendars, inter-office communications such as Slack, and every single website, along with how long they're on the site. Companies may also track what you do on your phone while it's using the company's Wi-Fi network. Companies are looking for trends in employees, when they log in and out each day, and what they're doing during work hours. And get this, some larger companies are turning on the tiny webcams built into every computer to monitor and track facial expressions, moods, and frustrations. Now, all of this is perfectly legal because employers disclose this tracking policy when each employee is hired. So even though you might be upset that Google bought Fitbit so they can track your steps online as well as offline, your boss may be doing the same thing. Hey, keep your digital know-how going. Find your local radio station that broadcasts my show, along with more DIY how-tos and tips, videos, free news alerts delivered from me to your email address, along with the Commando community, where you can blog and ask your tech questions on our website. That's commando.com, and I'll see you right here next week. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.